What's up, everybody? Paul Hickey here with NoOffSeason.com and the Sports Card Strategy Show. I'm here with Greg from Gas. What's up, Paul? What's up, man? Thank you so much, first of all, um, for being so friendly and letting me steal some of your power supply here at the National. Yeah, I it's rolled not a up. Look, I, I, I've done a lot of different shows, and, you know, I... You did it right. You politely asked. You didn't plug in, and that's the way you do it. Just like a normal, like civilized human being. Exactly. Thank you. That's yeah. what I love about <laughs> what people. People need to be that way, right? Yeah. And yeah. like, and if you would have said, "I paid a thousand dollars for the week for this," I would have no. I mean, offered you, to compensate you for the power because I understand like that happens at events like this. Yeah, I know. But you came correct. You were like, "I know it costs money." if you need us to pay and it's like nah man it's it's totally cool like we got our power we're good we got an extra plug we got you that's awesome great yeah. so we're here at the national how many nationals have you been to is this uh, uh this is actually this is only my second or yeah. my third national okay so i went I, I was at this one two years ago i was into Atlantic city and uh you know, now I'm here. Number three, yeah. three in a row. Yeah. yeah, I was I was at Atlantic City last year. This is only my second. So. Okay, so yeah. we're, we're but we're still Same newbies. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So our audience is all about like making money flipping sports cards. Okay. But we do have a lot of um, non-sports cards. Yeah. And um, it, there's uh, easy crossover. Like you've got you've got fictional sports characters uh, that are actors and actresses that have cards that people make money off of. You've got um, obviously recording artists that uh, are interested in sports and so they sometimes have sports cards as you're familiar yeah um when i when i came across your booth i noticed uh, my favorite recording artist of all time tupac shakur is like very um, very much front and center at the gas booth here's one of tupac's cards so we know nothing about gas and sure. I, i've been excited to talk to you all week um, awesome, tell man. us like everything about it. Like you can start at the beginning, yeah. or whatever you want to do. Well, look, I I'll kind of comment on trading cards in general. You know, like trading cards actually started as non-sports cards. You know, sports cards is, you know, relatively a newer thing in the in the trading card industry. And you know, they they, you know, without get you know they they're they were, you know, made to be educational, um, you know, or have at you know at the time you know celebrities or important people. Um, you know, obviously, you know, every, you know, beginning of trading cards is kind of tops, you know, if people look at like 1952 tops as, you know, because obviously as the Mickey Mantle rookie and, um, you know, the way that I look at trading cards, especially now, especially sports cards, you know, you collect your heroes, right? Yeah. And that's the reason why you collect sports cards. You're, you're, you know, it's your team, um, you know, a lot of kids even, you know, look up to their, their celebrity, but, you know, for us, I mean, we focus a lot on music, and I think music at, is as influential, or might even more so than sports, or 100%, at least I agree. at least on the same level. I mean, you know, music affect. You know, it's like we remember our high school song. You remember the first dance at your wedding. You remember, you know, your first kiss. You know, whatever it is, it, it, you know, the first concert you went to. It's an important part of your life, and music without, you know. Life without music, it's just like doesn't exist. You know, even even I'm sport, never not listening to music. Yeah, even sports like. players. Yeah. I mean, like think about how many sports <laughs> players and they, you know, they hang out with other musical artists. So, yeah. you know, to me, it just makes sense. And and so, you know, gas came from. Um, so, I I've been I'm a I've been a collector since I was like a little kid. So like, 
at five years old, I was going to flea markets, tag sales, things like that. Um, I was, when I, you know, when I was, I, my mom brought me home one day the first series, a pack of the first series of Garbage Pail Kids, 1985. And I opened it up and I loved it. Um, I made her take me and find more. Um, at the time, I guess, I don't know where she found it, but the second series was out. And I was living in Connecticut at the time and we went to a store. Um, they didn't have any, we went to another store. They only had series two. We bought whatever was left. We then went to another store, like a little, like, like kind of like a little like convenience store, right? And then they had a whole box. My mom bought it. She was like, oh, we're gonna keep that. Probably like a week later, I opened it. But, yeah. you know, uh, Garbage Pail Kids was definitely like my introduction okay. into trading cards. And then, you know, in, in middle school, I was, I think like a lot of us, I mean, I'm 44, so a lot of us that are that age remember collecting cards in the 90s, especially like middle school age, you know. I grew up in Orla I grew up in Orlando, so I, you know, I loved, I, you know, and I, you know, I remember Shaq as a, you know, 92. It's like, that was like around the time, you know, like, so, you know, I was always at the local card shop. I was, you know, big basketball fan and collector. And then, um, you know, as I got older, I still kind of collected here and there. But I, I mean, I started collecting other, other things like a lot of toys and mostly, I, I mostly became a big toy collector. And then, um, but always buying cards here and there. Um, and then, oddly enough, in 2016, Garbage Pail Kids is what actually brought me back into the hobby pretty hardcore because somehow I had seen what Topps was doing. They, they, they created this um, set called Disgrace to the White House. Okay. And the other thing, that so they, every, like, dude, like literally every week, they were putting out a set of cards because you know you remember 2016 like the election was just so crazy yeah. there's so much going on and they and I and and I have a I also have a clothing brand and at the time I was experimenting with print on demand and I hadn't really seen it anywhere else and I I love that you know they were just however many are ordered that's how many are made and I was like oh that's really cool so I started getting back into cards a lot heavier and then obviously, like most of us during COVID, you know, even got more into yeah, it. Yeah, big time. And, um, you know, uh, my partner, Simeon, who I started the brand with, we've known each other for a long time. He's a huge card guy. And um, we just started talking about, you know, sort of things that we didn't see. You know, we're like, no one's really kind of doing like, like non-sports stuff in a really cool way. Yeah. And... Um, we had the opportunity, the first card we did was, we, you know, Elon Musk didn't really have a rookie card. He had a card in like, I think it's like tops, not, not like Trump, it's like a weird like card brand. Okay. And he had had some kind of like garbage built kids. And so we're like, let's make a really cool Elon Musk card. And, um, you know, we partnered up with this uh, platform called Network, which is, uh, it's a, it's kind of like, I don't know if you've heard of it, it's kind of like a whatnot. It's a, it's an online, Okay. but like, they're more focused on like, like a lot of sneakers, streetwear, art, things of that nature. Um, and I sort of pitched the idea. I said, hey, you know, we wanna, we wanna do this card brand. Uh, you know, it's more like art cards, custom cards, but you know, it's something that we're interested in doing. And um, you know, the first release, I set it up. I was like, okay, we're gonna do, um, the cards are gonna be $20 each. We're gonna do 24 hours. And you know, we were we thought, okay, we'll be lucky if we sell like a hundred cards. That was like gonna yeah. be awesome. You're just testing it out. Yeah. Yeah. 
And in the, like, the first five minutes, you know, I get a text from the people at Network. They're like, dude, you just sold 800 cards. <laughs> and when it was all said and done, you know, we sold close to 1,800 cards. That's awesome. And they were like, when's the next card? And it was, this was the Elon Musk rookie This was thing? the Elon Musk rookie Can I ask a quick question? Um, might be a dumb question, but I think our audience is curious. I'm curious. Do you have to go get any kind of rights to use his name, image, and likeness? How does that work? So, you know, we... The way that we looked at it, we looked at it in two ways, right? We're like, did Warhol get permission to use a Campbell's soup can right, to right. make the art? Yeah. Um, I assume not. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it was kind of one of those things where we were like, he's a public figure. I was actually, because we had we had like kind of put we had put the Tesla logo on it, uh-huh. and I thought we would, I thought we were probably get a cease and desist from Tesla before, like Elon anything Musk. with Elon Musk. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, if, if I learned anything being in like street for streetwear for a long time, um, you know, a lot of what you what you see, especially in streetwear, or like you know, even counterculture in general, is like it's like the flip, right? The flip of the logo, and um, I knew that, and I see, I had a lot of friends who you know lost a lot of money because you get you do something, it's based on something else, it gets really popular, and you keep selling, selling, and selling, and then you get in trouble. Yeah. Um, so, I almost immediately, I was like, for this thing to be something that moves forward, we have to think about license projects, things that we can really, you know, promote and push. Because as much as I liked being like sort of this art brand, you know, we, the more I thought about it, I'm like, well, now there's only, you know, there was like, you know, it's like there's Tops and Panini. Yeah. There's really nobody else doing trading cards. And I'm like, I think there's an opportunity for us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Especially because the cards look beautiful. Yeah. That's part of it. Like, I'm thinking the formula for this has to be, not only do you have to have a operations, marketing, branding, like, background to pull this off, but you also have to be, you have to know how to produce a really good looking card. Like, this is a product at the end of the day. A piece of art. You've said art, and that's exactly what it is. Well, so and the I cards mean, look great. And then the other side is kind of like, how do you make it desirable, right? right? And so that's kind of what I was wondering about the licensing factor. Well, you know, even before, you know, it, it's funny because, I mean, I'm, look, I'm, I'm a collector. I'm a flipper. I'm a, I'm a holder. I'm a, you know, I, I'm, I'm like, I run all aspects of the collecting market. Yeah. So I understand it. And I, you know... I don't really hate on anybody that does something for a certain thing because, you know, you just, at the end of the day, you got to be smart about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't just, like, go, you know, buy anything, you know. And, 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 and people have to realize, too, that the way the, the, the modern hobby is set up is it's really set up like a like a, like a lotto, like a, you know, it's like almost yeah. like a sweepstakes. It's True. like, you know, you're buying a box, you know, Rarely ever are people buying boxes anymore to complete a set. You know, you're buying a box for that hit, you know, um, and that's fine. You know, that's that's totally cool. Um, but for me, it's like, you know, you just it just needs to bring you some kind of happiness. And yeah. and, and and you know, you might get happiness from you might ha- you know I mean? you might get happiness from bragging rights. You might get happiness just looking at it on yourself. Yeah. And most people get extreme happiness when they sell it for a lot of money that's what i was gonna say you that's know? me right so 
you know, I, I think at the end of the day, it's about happiness, and it's not just about happy about having it. It's whatever makes you happy, and and as long as it's not doing anything that's affecting your life or affecting your family's life or anything like that, you know, you just got to be responsible, just like anything else. Yeah. You know? Um. Oddly enough, you know, early on, and even still now, you know, um, we had done some inserts for the Elon cards, and when they first started shipping. You know, people were flipping the 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 cards. Some people were paying like two thousand dollars for a prism. Okay. And it really was like, wow, this is you know, this is crazy. Again, I think it had a lot to do with what was going on at the time. There's a lot of hype. There's a lot of speculation. People were like, you know, people were kind of like almost when wanting was to buy the, anything. When was the Elon launch? It was uh, twenty May 2021. May 2021. So, so this just, is like a for those of you who are trying to track this, I want to make sure I, that we all understand it. So this is like a Tops Now or Panini Instant type of, well, more of like a Tops Now. So more of like, a Tops Now type of business. There's like a limited amount of time right. where you can go in and buy the print-on-demand cards. Then to create some kind of desirability, there's inserts, inserts parallels, yeah. things like that. Okay, yeah. great. Cool. Um, you know, because like we're from the we're from the card market. Like we yeah, get it. You get it. You know, we, you we, we not only get what's happened we get what's going on now and so you, you have to have a little bit of both and but but you know design is important for us content's important for us you know we really want to i mean as cheesy as it sounds is like we wanted to make stuff that we would want to collect totally. you know and um you know the third card we did actually was a was a card with diplo the dj okay um, I happened to go to college with him for a year nice. in Florida before he was a DJ, and we stayed friends throughout the years. And, you know, I called him and I said, hey, man, I started this card company. Do you want to do a physical card? And it was funny because at the time, NFTs were, like, up here. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. I was like, dude, it's not an NFT. It's an actual physical card. Yeah. Um, I was like, did you ever play any sports when you were a kid? He's like, oh, yeah, I played, like, basketball. I think my mom has a photo. He found the photo. Nice. Oh, nice. And we made a really sick That's card awesome. out of it. Dude, if uh, you guys made, sorry, if you made a card with Russ, do you know Russ? I don't. Okay, no. he's a rapper from Atlanta. Okay. And I he, don't play, know he played basketball in high school. You just made me think of this. Yeah. And I've seen him on Instagram, like, post, like, shots from, like, an old uh, newspaper where, like, he was in the newspaper. So when you said the Diplo yeah, thing, yeah. It, sorry, it made me think of it. No, no, I would, no. I would be all over the Russ love, drop. I mean, that's that's my favorite thing. Um, I love the, I love the, like, the young, the young kid who becomes a celebrity, who becomes, yeah. you know, like, when I saw those um, uh, Mike Trout Little League cards. I mean, those are amazing. Yeah. Or like you know the Jeff Bezos, or like the Jeff Bezos, or no, the um, was it Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg? Uh huh. Like it's just really funny because we can all kind of relate because you know, growing up in America, like we yeah. all kind of we all played some kind of sport. You know what I mean? Baseball, soccer, baseball, something. Soccer. Yeah, exactly. We all have those like somewhat in embarrassing child photos yeah. of us. You know. Um, Buck so, teeth. Yeah, yeah, that I was I, me. I was butts. yeah, I was a big fat kid, so I had like, uh, you know, look, I play, I had my soccer photo look like I had a soccer, another <laughs> soccer ball under my shirt. Oh man, <laughs> um, that's funny. But uh, you know, so now, so you know, fast forward, I guess we'll just kind of get to where we are now. You know, um, now we're really focusing on music a lot, yeah. um, uh, and that's kind of our focus now because there's really it's really not there's really no one else doing it in the hobby. I mean, you might see a card here or there. I mean, even with this Tupac. Yeah, can I mean, you 
Show us some of these uh, here, if you don't mind yeah, so them up. I, For those of you listening on Apple and Spotify, I'll get, we'll give you a little uh, yeah. overview here. These are all Tupac cards. So right? this, is, this is the first time we're releasing it. It's four different images of Tupac. These are directly from the estate. They've never been on trading cards before. Me Against um, the World, a little yeah. Rolling Stone magazine shot, perhaps. Yeah. What are the other? These are awesome. Yeah, I want these. Yeah, these are great. Um, so this this is the set. This is limited to 100 cards. Okay. Um, Has it dropped yet? Yeah, it dropped at the National. This okay. is like the first release. When does it end? I mean, they're almost sold out. There's, oh. there's only 100 sets of these. Um, where do people go? Like, where do I go to get them right now? I mean, well, right now you can just go around the corner. That's true. I can go <laughs> around the corner. We also have I'm a lucky. We also have a base set that's, um, it's a 900. So for some of these sets, we do um, like a, a finite amount. So for the POC uh, prisms, it's 100. And then there's a base set. It's the same images, just with like, a, not with a prism border. Yeah. Or not, not on a prism card. Um, but there's a chance to get uh, numbered foils in the base set. So, like, this morning, uh, there was these two guys, like, I think they bought, like, three or... Oh, no. One dude bought, like, five or six, and he didn't hit anything. And then his friend bought two, and he hit one of the one-of-ones. Oh, my God. And it... The backs are nice, too, by the way. Yeah. Like, the backs have, like, nice uh, stats, bio... I mean, and look, I, I don't, I don't like to give you know financial advice or tell people what they collect or what things are going to be worth, but we do. <laughs> but okay, so I'll say this: Look, Tupac has never had an official trading card. There, there was a set. I think there was a Panini HRX where they did a Big E card and a and a um, Pac card. Horrible design. Okay. I don't care if Panini's listening. I don't know who designed them. They were horrible. They're, they're not, but, and I don't even know the context of it. I think they were maybe given away at the National years ago. But this is the first card authorized by the estate. Okay. I mean, this is, this is important. I mean, I don't, I don't know, you know, I think the thing right now, and, and it's, I, I like it. I think people are sleeping on us just because they don't really understand what's going on. But, like, this is something, I mean, Tupac, like you said, he's your favorite artist. I mean, he's super influential. And, you know, we kind of, we, we always kind of pitched it like, to, like, this person deserves a rookie card, or this Absolutely. person deserves a nice set. You know what I mean? I mean, to my knowledge, well, I mean, you just named, like, a card. But, like, right. to my knowledge, like, I don't, I've never seen a Tupac card. No. I've never, not only have I never seen a Tupac card, I've definitely never seen one that I would buy. Until now. Well. And that's why I wanted to talk to you. Like, literally, you pick these cards without knowing that I love Tupac. Oh yeah, no, I didn't. And even like, tell and me. and that was like one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you because of like, I saw his, I saw his cards in there, I saw his photo in your booth. Yeah. Like, so, so I mean, to me, it just means like, uh, you've done a great job of, of uh, picking uh, personalities to make cards out of icons, really, yeah. to make cards out of that are relevant. That you you must believe that he's gonna stay relevant like forever. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, Tupac is. You know, he's 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 up there. He's gonna he's one of the most influential hip hop artists, and maybe artists you know in our generation. You know, he he's you know he's just one of a few artists that's just like gone too. You soon. know what's interesting too about him is I've just I've been a fan since I was like uh, in middle school of Tupac, mm -hmm. and like 
What's interesting to me now is that his real story is just starting to be told mm-hmm. about, like, in some doc. There's a, a the Hulu series on right. him it was amazing, and to and like to see some his true story actually like now being told that like he was so ahead of his time. Yeah, no, completely, and I think that's why someone like him, and especially someone who's, you know is gone before, you know, before their prime or, you know, at their prime, um, you know, it, it, it leaves a, uh, it leaves an everlasting impression on somebody because, you know, because all you can, all you can really know of that person is everything about them until that point, yeah. you know, and <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's um, but it's also amazing because, you know, as, as humans, you know, we, we're, not, we're, not, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. You know, we never know when our end's going to come. So, you know, I think the point is you should always be living your life trying to do, like, be your best that you're going to be, whether it's through your art or through your podcast or yeah. through whatever you do, you know. Like, passion is something, and, I, and that's one thing I love about the, the, the hobby and collectors is, you know, we're passionate. And, and even if we're passionate about money, you know, it's like, it, it's a passion. And it's only so we can get more money to buy more stuff. Yeah, and sometimes, for I mean, the, that's, for most yeah, of for me, man, I mean, I, I have an addiction, you know, <laughs> so I'm always buying and selling, yeah. you know, and a lot of, and most of the time it's like I'm buying stuff so I can buy other stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, but, you know, the other, the other thing I want to talk about too, the other thing that I'm really excited about that we're doing is um, we're doing a lot of tour cards right now. So oh. currently we're on tour with The Cure, Dave Matthews Band, and actually, I don't know when this is going to air, but tonight we are starting our second tour with the Smashing Pumpkins. That's awesome. So they have a wow. concert tonight in Las Vegas, and okay. we have an exclusive card that you can only get at the show. That is sick. Um, That's sold cool. at the merch booth. And what I like about this aspect of it is that there will be card collectors that buy it, but there's... But I think the majority of the people are going to be people that want some sort of physical relic from their time yes. at the concert, it's which like usually than a ticket. and you right. can't even you don't even have tickets. Anymore. Right, exactly. So usually it was a ticket stub. You know, I mean, just the other day I, I found some like old shoebox of mine and I found like a Modest Mouse ticket <laughs> and like a I think like a Fugazi ticket or that's something. Cool. And I was like, oh man, I remember that was really cool. And you know, and that's sort of what I'm imagining now is like, there's gonna be people that are gonna collect the cards um, and there are gonna be people that are gonna just like put it somewhere and it's gonna come up and it's gonna bring back great memories. You know, it might be their first date. It might be their first time seeing their favorite band. And um, you know, and I love the fact that it's a trading card. And yes, I love the so fact. Yes, so much better than a ticket, in oh, my opinion. Oh, it's so and, much. And well, not even that, but like I said, like there aren't tickets anymore. No. Like there are no collectibles from the concert anymore. So the fact that you guys are doing this, I think it's big. I think that's. Yeah, I think it's really big. This is just is like something. We, we did the Wu-Tang. The first tour we did was Wu-Tang. I was just going to ask if you had a Wu-Tang. <laughs> are, there any avail- are there any of those cards left? I think they're... Actually, it's funny because we had a couple in the case that we were showing off, and somebody asked, and they actually went to their went to our site, and I think there's two cards left. I'm going to see them in September in Nashville, so we, I'm really excited about that. I'm, With Nas. I'm hoping that we'll be on that tour, so oh. keep an eye out for it. Oh, okay. We're gonna. Yeah. Well, we're obviously gonna exchange information after this and figure out how to help each other out moving forward. But yeah. I want to be one of the first people on your. So I assume. What's your website where you would? Go uh, it's to, just gastradingcards.com. There you go, gastradingcards.com. So sorry to cut you off. No, 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 no. I was just gonna say we also um, 
we have a preview of a RZA card in the booth. I, I don't think it. you've seen that yet. No, I haven't. I'm going to um, come see it right And so, you know, the other thing that we're doing, at least right now, that we're really excited about are all our autographs are on card autos, which I know is something very rare now in the hobby and something very desirable. So currently, we're selling our second Arnold Schwarzenegger card. Um, in December, we released our first with him. It was the first ever bodybuilding card. Um, it came in a That's tin awesome. that looked like a little dumbbell set. Uh, we did 900 and 100 limited. Uh, the 100 sold out in about five minutes. Uh, the 900 sold out that day. Um, somebody pulled. Uh, also, it was amazing. We had asked Arnold to make a post on his Instagram. Not only did he make a post on his Instagram, he made a post signing a card. And not only did he sign a card, he signed the one of one card. So somebody pulled that. They sent it to Golden, and just about a month ago, I know you guys like money, that card sold for almost $16,000. Congratulations, And Greg. that's a brand new brand. That's amazing. There's no, you know, we're just coming out. So, yeah, so that's, you know, and that's, that, I'm happy because that's exciting for us. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy that people not only enjoyed it, but someone had a nice flip. You know, we were only selling the set for 50 bucks, so... That wow. was a total win. 50 and bucks, he happened to get the one-of-one one auto. And, and uh, so right now, we have another Arnold card as the governator. Um, same same idea, on-card autos. We also have Ice-T. Yep, I saw Ice-T. On-card autos. Um, and we're all, we actually also have a TLC card. Oh, nice. So if you're a TLC fan, obviously no left eye. No left eye, but, unfortunately. Um, there, yeah. are, there are on-card autos. So, um, That's so cool. So, okay, tell me more about the RZA auto. You have a RZA auto? We have a RZA card. auto. Um, we were hoping to have it by, by, by the National, but it didn't really work out. So um, that will be coming soon. Uh, you just have to you can follow us on, on uh, Instagram. You just have to know when the drop is, and you have yeah, to go just, by on the website. Yeah, just follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. You know, we give people, you know, a, a heads up. It's going to be a hip-hop card strategy show. Yeah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> Lefty's listening in right now, and I don't know if he's a big hip-hop guy, but uh, he's listening in. We don't have a mic for him, unfortunately, but uh, hip-hop card strategy show. Paul Hickey, nooffseason.com. Get me on the country music strategy show, and I'm in. <laughs> country music strategy show. That could be actually like, yeah. Look, I mean, country fan base would that would work. Well, look, like I said, I want to. Not only do I want to excite the hobby, I want to excite people that are going to the shows that want to bring something back with them. That's, you know, obviously T-shirts, obviously hats, yeah. um, you know, but also, you know, sometimes they'll have prints or posters. That's it's impractical a lot of times. You know, I have I have flat files with like tons of prints and posters and things I clicked over the years, and there's nothing you could do with them because all of a sudden you 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 know you wall space it's hard right. To store too. but cards, yeah. cards not that hard to store. Not that hard to store. Not that hard to hide from your wife. Exactly. <laughs> and our, our our guy Chad over here, our other co-host Chad, has a, over a million cards. So he's doing a good job hiding them from his wife, or at least keeping them out of her way. I yeah, guess. yeah. Well, Trying. see, you know, and, and your customers appreciate this. Like with my wife, as long as I continue to have a couple wins here and there, she's happy. Yeah, you know? same here. Same you know? here. Yeah. Hey, babe, I just sold this card for 
Oh, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Like, my my <laughs> wife's very supportive. And, uh, and yeah, exactly. Lefty's like, and do, keep doing it. Keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, exactly. So our wives are very supportive, but, like, my wife will be like, uh, that's great. And then the first two years I was doing it, she'd be like, but what did you pay for it? <laughs> and now she doesn't even ask that. She's, yeah. I'll just be like, I profited X amount. Right. Blah, blah, it's blah. And it's like, really about, well, and, and, you know, and that's something that's interesting. And I, that's one thing I like about the hobby now because, um, you know, there's, there's a lot higher priced items and, and, but that's, you know, that's business in general. You know, you have to spend, you know, spend money to make money. And, you know, it's until you actually do it, it's really scary. Yes, but once you have your true. first big sale, you know, it, it's like, okay, now I want, and the only thing you're thinking about is like, I just want to, I want to sell, I want to make more. Yeah. You know what I mean? What I worked, even do like, it. What, what about that? Can I repeat? Yeah, you know? exactly. And then like, what about the losses do I need to kind of weed out? And that's the only way you survive in any kind of industry is yeah. you need to learn from your mistakes. I mean, dude, I buy and sell shit all the time and I still make mistakes. I yeah, still same. a little impulsive. But it's okay, you yeah. know, as long, and, and I will tell this to people, and I'm, I don't know if you tell, but like, you know, trust your gut. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's honestly, you know, the best thing about a show like this is go see what people are selling in real life. Yeah. You know, get off the apps, get off eBay, get off this platform and that platform and see what stuff's going for because, you know, so much of this is manipulated, right? Yeah. And so much of it is like this, this player, this set, this, this, this. This is all that's good. But there's there's so many ways to make money in any hobby, especially Absolutely. this hobby. Especially and this if hobby. If that's what you're trying to do, you need to find your niche. Yeah. You know, you don't need to necessarily do what everybody else is doing. Yeah, you know? that's and a great I, point. I well important. said, well said. All right, so I'm pumped. I'm pumped about the fact that you guys are like the first true awesome looking hip, like legit hip hop cards that I've ever seen thank you man I and then really like the backstory that. behind like what you're doing with the tour that's amazing what you did with Arnold's amazing and um, I think like I honestly I know that our audience is going to be pumped about this because we actually talk about Wu-Tang Clan sometimes on the show just like references yeah. not like not not like segments about them but just sure. referencing them and so um, a lot, of, a lot of great stuff. I'm excited to check you guys out more. So, gastradingcards.com. Yeah, gastradingcards.com, gastradingcards on Instagram. And, I think uh, I, I, I interrupted Twitter. you in the middle of an important sentence you were making about something related to the Tupac card and, um, you know, being able to sort of, I don't want to say this in the wrong way, but like you said they're from the estate. And so they're like when you have uh, an artist that's passed away and you're not going to be able to get it like with Arnold, you could get an on card sure. auto with Rizzo. You could get an on card auto. Not easy to do. I'm sure, by the no. way, not easy no. to do. But like but you can do it. it. It's possible when someone's passed away, obviously, like Tupac, Biggie, um, you're not able to do that. So I look at the Tupac cards and I think I'm such a big fan. And I would, if there's anyone I would PC, and I think our audience is going to like fall out of their chairs at this, I would probably PC, I'd say Irvin Magic Johnson or Tupac would be like the person I would PC. But I look at it and I'm like, I also, anytime I buy something, I want to know that I could sell it right. for similar to what I bought it yes. for if I want to. And so with the pot card, with a card, if you ever do anything with Biggie, like how do you, you said they're from the estate. Can well, you let us know, like how do you legitimize, for lack of a better term, the version of the two you're trying to create a version of a Tupac auto that you can't have 
Yeah. That's the chase. The chase is like either well, the serial numbered from the tour you're on. Yeah. The parallel, which right. exists for Pac. Yeah. Or like, the, but the on the Arnold on card auto or the Riza on card sure. auto that you can pull. Does that make sense? My question, like, how do you create? How do you legitimize the Pac cards? So. I mean, I think I think we start with making beautiful cards, which I think we did. Great point, right? And you did, yeah. Because, in my opinion, because at the end of the day, you know, when you're start when you're starting something new, it has to have some type of appeal. And you know, and me and my partner Simeon, like, we we just like we look at cards as art, you know. And there's some the reason why you can walk around here and you see a lot of the same cards, or at least you still, you look at the old cards, you, know, you look at the cards from the '60s, the '70s, even the '80s, even to the '90s. And the design, you're just like, I love that design. And it's timeless, right? You look at it and now. And so our hope is that you could look at these cards 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and still be as excited as they just came out. Um, Tupac has never had a card. And this is an official card. There might be uh, custom cards or art cards. This is the first official card. So, I mean, think about the first of anything. Yeah. You know, the first of anything is always going to be collectible. Think about the fact that, you know, nobody really knows who we are. Yeah. In a year or two, it could be totally different, right? Yeah. And people are going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I could have bought that Tupac, the, the whole true. set for $75. Yeah, the no base kidding. set. You know, the guy who pulled the one of one today, that could be a big card. I, I mean... Since you guys talk about money, you know, we have done a Biggie card. That was our first, we did a, okay. that was our first actually, like, big hip-hop card. And, um, you know, somebody told me, I, I don't really follow the aftermarket. I kind of on purpose not really look. Yeah. But um, he told me his buddy had a Gem Mint 10 Biggie that he just sold for 150 bucks, a base. And he got it for 20? Yeah. Base for 20. But I mean, think about a base card in this market, a brand new card for 150 bucks, that's not bad. That's, I mean, that's essentially like what we, that's exactly what we encourage people to do in yeah. terms of sports cards. So yeah. that biggie flip is exactly like in the wheelhouse yeah. of what we talk about. So, you know, I would just say that if you're looking for something, you know, you know, you, you need to, like, you, you always want to be ahead of it, yeah. right? And, um, you know, that's something we're dealing with now because we have a lot of hardcore fans, and, you know, they were mad that we, you know, we're releasing stuff first at the National. And I was just like, look, you know, that's how that's how the game is. Does that mean I, since I'm literally sitting next to you, have a, something, the ability to do something with the Tupac card that people who aren't here have the, have the ability to do? Or not? Yes, yes. All right, yeah. We gotta wrap this up. I have a question for Lefty. Lefty, if you could ask Greg any to make any card that you know, maybe this is putting you on the spot that doesn't exist, or maybe does exist but you don't know it yet, would it be? You mentioned country music, so Jelly Roll. I I, I will. I'll let you speak first. Wow, way to put me on the spot with an absolutely random question. Uh, my my brain first goes to sports cards, which I know there well, already are. How about this, man? I would we would love to do an Eminem card, and we've been trying. That'd be pretty sick. And that is something that I would love to do. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> Stealing the mic back from Lefty. I'm in for the Eminem card. I don't yeah. care what Lefty has to say. He's gonna say <laughs> Jackson Holiday, who already has cards. <laughs> He's thinking. We'll get back to him. Yeah. Eminem card. Okay, so. Any inside scoop? Give us the inside insider information. You heard it here first about the M&M card. What do, what um, do other people 
not know about the potential M&M card that you're able to share with us? Well, I mean, it's something that we're actively trying to do. Um, so you that know. process would be like just trying to get him involved in it, like his people involved. Yeah, in it. you know, getting his people involved in it. Um, you know, a lot of artists are different too. You know, like a lot of artists want something that's like, um, you know, a little. It, it, it's it's hard because you know when you're dealing with artists, especially musical artists, there's a lot of different layers you have to go through. You know, you have to go through the management the manager a lot of artists are very much like hands-on in the design you know at first when we had um, access to a lot of different musicians we were just like oh yeah we can make cards and some of the some of the artists were like we don't want trading cards yeah I can you know? see that and I can see that or maybe like one year they do and another or one year they five for five years they they don't and then like they like become open to it or whatever yeah I mean you know at the end of the day it's like Especially now, artists make most of their money from the merch sales. Yeah. And, you know, we've seen, like, what has Taylor Swift done, like, a billion dollars or something? You know, some some, some of these shows, you that's know. That's Lefty's answer, Taylor Swift. <laughs> he, just, he just said to me, that's it right there. Yeah. So, you know, I think when it comes to the music biz, especially because, and especially with just famous people in general, I mean, people are just constantly hitting them up yeah. to do the next big thing, to do this, to do that, to do this. So finding something that would speak to, to Marshall Mathers, yeah. like finding some, like hitting him where he cares about something right. would be, would be the, the way ultimate, to do it. Yeah. So, oh, all right, Lefty's, lefty's calling for the mic. Well, it's more of a question. Sure. So Alan Ginter has these crazy sets with all these people that are non-athletes. How do, how do you guys run? Is that... Would you was that is that what you would say would be your most closest competitor? Yeah, I would say that, or you know, maybe maybe a little bit of Leaf, you know, with okay. the pop century stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's really there's really not much competition in that. I mean, there's not much competition. You know, I thought I thought for a second maybe Zero Cool, but you know, it kind of looks like Top sort of has absorbed them, and I don't know if it's you know, I mean. You know, last last year, I don't know if you were at Atlantic City, right? Like, I heard that booth cost a million dollars, and they weren't even selling anything. And now they don't even have a booth. I mean, they're within tops. And I'm not trying to talk shit, but, like, you know, I think what we're trying to do, because it really hasn't been done well, at least not, you know, at least not ever in a while, you know, we have the ability that a lot of other the bigger brands don't have because we can get stuff done quicker, um, we have different relationships and, you know, our model, you know, when we first started, everyone was like, when are you doing packs? When are you doing packs? When are you doing packs? But like, if you even know about an, an iota about the industry, I mean, it's really hard to sell a pack product that's not sports. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's very difficult because you're really going into a niche or you're really just going into like this thing where people are looking for very specific cards. And the amount of money that you have to put into that, the, the lead yeah. time, you know, you really have to think, like, do I want to put all my all time and effort into this just to have something that a breaker can open? When, honestly, yeah, cool, like when, you know, when, 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 when the V-Friend stuff dropped or the Jackass, yeah, you had a couple breakers, but obviously it wasn't, it wasn't as sustainable as... It could be, or you would, see, or you would see them having another huge booth and a ton of product. And you know, this industry is 
sports runs this industry and you have to respect that and you have to be conscious of that and you know I think that um, I think we'll probably see more competition um, and and that's fine I love competition I think it's awesome um, I just know that you know we're gonna continue to make quality product we're gonna continue to put out really cool collaborations you know I don't know, maybe it's a year, two years. I know we will do pack product, we will have boxes, we will do that. It's just, you know, we're just taking, we're taking it the right stride and we're just trying to do, do it at our pace and what we think is, uh, and to me right now, the music thing is, the, the, with, the, with the concerts and that type of stuff, that's the most important thing for me right now. So I did think of one, and okay. it, it's not at all where I was going originally with my thought process, but you and I are fairly yatted. We got some. We got some. Yeah, uh, yeah. Some ink. What if you had famous tattoo artists, uh, like, and, and then one of one or whatever their 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 most famous work or like their favorite stuff or anything like that? Because I think that's it's obviously I've never seen anything like that. And tattoos are pretty popular these yeah. days. You know, I think what it is is like, yeah. I mean, look, that's a great idea. We've we've you know we've done some art cards. We just did a set with. Um, uh, Clutter magazine uh, during the uh, Five Points Fest out in Brooklyn uh, a month ago. We did different different artist cards. Um, you know, it's. Uh, I think I think it's just about you know the heart. I think the hardest part, and you know, I've never like now that I'm kind of like manufacturing cards. I think the hardest part is coming is figuring out like a cohesive way to release a product, right? So. Let's say we were gonna do a tattoo set. It's like it's like, who are we marketing this to? Who is gonna be the end consumer? Is it gonna be the sports collector? Is it gonna be the tattoo collector? Is it gonna be the art collector? And so, you know, it's just one of those things that you really have to think and you know, honestly not I don't wanna say the industry's not is not forgiving, but it's you know you can really like fuck yourself if you just if you if you do the wrong thing. Yeah. And so I think it's just really about like weighing and trying to figure out and it's almost like when the time is right then okay, we'll hit on it, you know. And I think that's really where my mindset is. It's it's less of like we have all these ideas, but it's like executing them and yeah. being able to like really have people be like, "Wow, that's really cool. That's really different." That's something I want to collect. That's something I want to buy to flip. That's something I want to buy to invest in. You know, whatever it is. Listening to you guys spitball on that idea, it's like um, how you have different Father's Day versions of things or Mother's Day versions of things. To me, you could have, like, looking at Tupac, you could have a tattoo, like where the, the artist who tattooed Pac, for example, uh, would be... have some involvement in the art of the card sure and and so like with all these um recording artists the ones that are tattooed could have the a, a variation or a parallel where the tattoo artist comes in and is involved and if it's a famous one i know we're not here to like tell no, Greg no, how no, to no, make no. cards. dude trust me man i mean look but like look, to me there's a my, here's my point yeah. my point is you you've hit on something that allows you to be extremely creative yeah and do things like endless possibilities of things that other other companies are not doing 
And you have the, so that's the good news. The hard part is what you just said, figuring out what makes the most sense from a business standpoint exactly. out of all those possibilities. Yeah. So um, it's, it's easy for people to be like, hey, what about this, what about that? But like, you guys have to make the tough decisions and learn, you know, trial and error, learn, learn by fire and everything like that. Sure. So um, kudos to you for like, I mean, like I wouldn't like, I would want to be your friend regardless, but like <laughs> I wouldn't want to have you on my show if I didn't have like mad respect for no, like, I, every time I walk by your booth going like, that's really cool. I want to talk to them about that. No, man, I appreciate that. And, um, you know, I appreciate talking to people that appreciate what we do and, yeah. and get it because, you know, I think, I think the worst question, you know, the question that's been asked the most here is like, what do you guys do? Yeah, I know. And I'm like, uh, Come on, we make, like, we make trade. We make literally cards. looking at what we do. We make, but yeah, but what do they do? Uh, <laughs> they just sit there. I don't know. They yeah. just sit in plastic. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome, Greg. Anything else you want to add before we let you uh, let you go? Thanks for your time, man. Yeah, this is no, awesome. man. Just you know, thanks a lot, Paul. You know, I can't wait to uh, check out your site. You know, thank you for for asking me to talk. I, yeah. You know, any any opportunity I get to talk about the brand or the hobby, you know, I just say again. I'll just reiterate. You know, man, like. Do, you know you should you shouldn't be in this hobby unless you're having fun doing it you know work is supposed to be fun making money is supposed to be fun and you know just don't do anything that's gonna like affect your uh, mental health physical health family like just be just be conscious and just be responsible about what you do and if you're serious about it then be serious you know do your research spend time you know listening to podcasts going to shows you know, make mistakes, buy stuff just on instinct, you know, allow yourself to learn. And yeah. I think that's the most important thing. Crack any slab just to see what happens when you crack it. Do open. it. If that's what you think to do, you know, just do it. Make the mistakes, yeah, but just it. don't make something that you can't afford to lose on. I love you know? it. I love it. This is awesome. Um, GasTradingCards.com. Gas Check it out, everybody. I'm really, actually really excited to hear what all of you think about GasTradingCards.com. I think it. I, I think it's outstanding, and uh, would love to hear your thoughts. So, everybody, thanks so much for watching and listening to this special edition of the Sports Card Strategy Show from the National with Greg from GasTradingCards.com. Gas as yes. the brand, and uh, for, thanks for sharing the yeah, two pot well, cards, man. They're awesome. Nice yeah. to meet you. Nice to meet you. Hopefully, too. it's the beginning of our relationship. And uh, Lefty, thanks for chiming in here. You're the man. All thanks, right. everybody. Have a good one. Thank you.